the Bible Study Podcast, episode 207. Today, the Bible Study Podcast finishes a study on holiness. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're going to finish up the study on holiness today. Remember, we've been dealing with two different definitions of holiness and going from the Bible dictionary. The first definition is set apart to the service or worship of God, hallowed, sacred, reserved from profane or common use, holy vessels, a holy priesthood. And the second one, spiritually whole or sound of unimpaired innocence and virtue, free from sinful affections, pure in heart, godly, pious, irreproachable, guiltless, and acceptable to God. Now, one of the reasons that those two are important today is we're going to look at the New Testament references to holiness as he talks about specifically a holy people. And this is a reference that occurs many different times. Paul liked to open his letters talking about the church as God's holy people. So we get from Romans verse 7, to all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a very typical Paul opening to a letter because his understanding is we have a calling to be holy. Now, when we talk about this particular sentence, when we talk about this particular verse, we're probably talking about that second definition, that holiness as being untainted, calling to live a life that is worthy of the Lord. And so we get that similarly in Colossians, Colossians 1 verse 2, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father. And later on in the book in Colossians 3 verse 12, therefore as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with one another and forgive one another if you have any grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Now, it's interesting because we are called to be holy. We are called to be a people who live godly lives. And this is clearly what this particular verse is talking about as he talks about clothing ourselves with these godly qualities of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which you will recognize are also elsewhere listed as some of the fruit of the Spirit or the fruit that a mature Christian should bear. All of them, not some of them. And so we are called to be holy. We are called to live lives that are worthy of God. And then again from Hebrews 3, verse 1. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. So again, we see in this introductions that Paul's understanding, and of course Hebrews may or may not be written by Paul, Paul's understanding, though, is that we, the people of God, are called to be a holy people. And specifically right now, that second definition, that that definition of holy as God is holy. And in fact, Peter has the same thought. Peter says in 1 Peter 1, verse 15, But just as he who called you is holy, be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. 
So when we talk about this being a godly attribute, basically we are told that we are called to be godly. We are called to live lives pleasing to God. And then again from 2 Timothy 1, verse 8, So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Now, one of the reasons that I think that these talk about being called to be holy is that we have a sort of borrowed holiness. We have a holiness that comes from Jesus, not through something that we have earned. And so we are called to be what we are not. We are called to be perfect while we are not. We are called to be godly while we are not. And so this calling is something that encourages us on to a destination. It encourages on in a direction of godliness, in a direction of holiness. And yet the New Testament is quite clear that it understands that we are not holy. We are not, as the Bible dictionary said, we do have an appreciation for things sinful. We are sometimes drawn in directions that are not in the direction of God. And yet we still are called to be God's holy people. Again, from Ephesians 5, verse 3, But among you there should not be even a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Now, clearly, as Paul wrote these words, he knew that there was, in fact, some hint of sexual immorality that there were some impurity, that there was some greed. But we are called to be better than that. We are called to be different from that. And so he encourages people to be the holy people that God desires us to be. The way he specifies that in Romans 12 is, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We talked about this verse in the last study when we were talking about newness and renewing. But basically, as we look at this, it says, in view of God's mercy. Now, two other churchy words that we sometimes throw out are mercy and grace. And I've defined them before, but they're really good basic ones to understand. Mercy is when you deserve punishment and you don't get it. And grace is when you don't deserve something good to happen, but it does. You are given something you don't deserve. And so in this case, it says, therefore, I urge you in view of God's mercy, therefore, as people who deserve to be punished, but aren't, you should offer your bodies as living sacrifices. Basically, that we should put what God desires ahead of what we desire in, to please God. That God desires that more than he desires our offering, more than he desires 
anything else from us, our possessions, is he desires our hearts, he desires our wills, and he desires us to put his will first as living sacrifices. But there is also this thread in the New Testament of that other type of holiness that's set apart, but set apart for God's use. And we see that in 1 Peter, 1 Peter uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So again, we have that thread of mercy, but this time we're not just a chosen people, but a priesthood. And remember, we talked about the priesthood was that role that was a bridge between God and others. So when we are called here to be a holy nation, we're not just called to be different. We're called to be tools. We're called to be bridges between God and others. We are called to be instruments of God. As in the tabernacle, there were the instruments that were made holy. They were consecrated so that they could be dedicated to the temple's use or to the tabernacle's use. So also we should be dedicated, we should be consecrated to the use by God in this world where we find ourselves. With that, I think we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast and this study of holiness. I'm not sure where we're going from here. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com 